Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Sexy, the podcast where I read an erotic story and you listen to it, and then I give my opinion and generally try and come up with some commentary to accompany it. We're still reading Lesbian Slave Island, and we're up to chapter 12, which is an exhibitionist and voyeur story. That's the category that it's been put in on the Literotica website, which is where I found this story to begin with. Previous chapters have been either lesbian sex or BDSM, although the first chapter actually was also an exhibitionist and voyeur story. So we've come full circle in chapter 12, and it does seem like this chapter is going to be expanding the lesbian slave island cinematic universe, because the subtitle of chapter 12 is More Women Add to Lisa's Love Slave Fantasy. So it seems like there's going to be some new guests on the island. This chapter was released in 2020, so it's the same year as the previous chapter. That's the third chapter in 2020 so far. This one was written only a few months after the previous one. So they're coming thick and fast in 2020, probably due to the lockdown, the COVID-19 pandemic lockdowns. Let's have a look at the stats. This is a bit of a shorter chapter only 1.9 thousand words. It's got a pretty good star rating, slight improvement over last time. It's got a 4.43. It's had far fewer readers though. About half the readers that we had in the last one have dropped out and now we're down to 11.6 thousand and only 13 liked it. So that's the same as the previous chapter but we've only got one comment. So it does look like as things have gone on, and I think perhaps this is just down to not having been on the platform for as long as previous chapters, but it does look like some of the popularity is dropping off. This has only been on the Literotica website for two years, whereas the first chapter that had an enormous amount of readers and comments and likes, it had 397.1 thousand views and 156 likes, along with six comments. But that was in 2010, so it's had more than a decade to build up that kind of engagement, whereas chapter 12 has had a mere two years. As always, I have not read this chapter before, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'll be experiencing it for the first time as I read it aloud. To recap briefly the previous chapter, Lisa was out in the garden, naked of course, doing a bit of gardening, and the two sisters got involved in pushing her around a little bit, um, whipping her derriere some more, and specifically Sasa got involved in pushing Lisa into the mud and making her roll around in a muddy patch of soft soil, getting her all dirty, which was particularly distressing for Lisa and really put the boot in in terms of making her feel dominated. And the chapter ended with Sasa quite roughly fingering, not vagina, unfortunately, for Lisa, um, but right in the mouth. And that's left her feeling pretty aroused but unsatisfied so far. The chapter came to a close with the two sisters wondering what was next for Lisa, and I think they actually asked her what she would recommend for them to do next, to take things to the next level in terms of her domination. So I wonder if we're going to start this next chapter with some of Lisa's ideas and see those carried out to some degree. But without any further ado, let's crack on with chapter 12 of Lesbian Slave Island. Lesbian Slave Island 
Sasser and Helen took me to the outdoor shower, and while my wrists were helplessly tied behind, showered and soaked me thoroughly, of course all over, with Sasser lingering on my chest and loins. Helen made a point out of thoroughly cleaning my anus, but I also loved it when Helen washed and praised my lustrous hair. That was incredibly arousing to me, and I moaned, but I was still given no orgasmic relief for my ever-growing need. My biology and fantasies took over my mind, filling my brain with a sex obsession. I begged a little and whimpered like a purely sexual animal, and my owners loved it. Helen even said she wouldn't let me orgasm for a while because she loved my being in this state, a lust-crazed state of mind that I myself had even advised in my dream guide to owning me. After they dried off, Sasa covered me in sunscreen and natural insect repellent. That was an incredible experience too. She took the time to ensure every square millimetre was covered, including my labia, even inside, as she winked that this would be exposed today. Helen left to take her shower, Sasa walking me over to chain me by the ankle to a stake in the ground, untied my hands and handed me a shovel and a pitchfork and garden gloves to clear an area for a garden. She gave me the gloves and supervised as I started to work. I loved it that she watched and commented how she enjoyed my muscles working and the glistening of sunscreen repellent and soon enough sweat on my skin. She also merrily added that she loved my humiliation being naked and bound and owned, especially knowing that I loved it too, that I got off on that. After a scrumptious while working and sweating under her gaze, she smiled wickedly. I'm going to unchain you. If you really want this, you'll keep obeying and working. Besides, you can't really go anywhere, naked and shaved, glancing down at my open labia, on this small island, she said. I admitted to her that I partially desired to be chained, but to be unbound yet still choosing to be their love slave and naked and obeying was quite a hot idea too. I flashed a grin at her. Before I knew she had moved, she was French-kissing me hard. Oh, you are so hot, my slave, she panted after a long, deep kiss. I smiled in utter happiness and she charmingly waved as she went back to the house. I laughed as she pointed to the shovel with mock seriousness, wordlessly ordering me to work. I jumped to it. I turned slightly to see that she watched me for a while, my skin and muscles glistening in the sun as they sweated and flexed. I enjoyed my solitude. I love nature, feeling the breezes in the sun and watching my, their, naked body working. I surprised myself that I was able to resist touching myself, but the gloves helped me resist. After some time alone, I turned towards some movement near me. I jumped when I saw two young women approaching stealthily. I sort of covered myself out of instinct, but only a bit as I continued to hold the shovel. I was disconcerted and alarmed, but aware enough to notice that one was about my age or maybe slightly older, and the other was younger. The younger one not only seemed familiar looking, but was more confident, at least right then, while the older one hung back a bit. They appeared concerned. I quickly learned they wanted to make sure I wasn't being held against my will or being blackmailed, and if I were, they wanted to free me. When I saw that they were nice and wanting to help, I laughed a little out of relief, and because it was a little funny, since I didn't need or want to be helped, except to live out this fantasy. Then I was embarrassed, and blushed when I explained I want this, that we are playing bondage roleplay. The older of the lovely young ladies turned to the other and in her charming accent triumphantly said, I told you she's fine. I asked, so you know about bondage and all that then? The one who had just spoken, 
The older one, who had been hanging back, replied, Yes, she did not seem the slightest bit embarrassed that she knew about BDSM. I wondered then whether she had been hanging back because she knew I was a kinky weirdo, or that she thought I was likely safe and didn't want to interfere. So are you sure you don't want us to help you? asked the younger. I answered, This is embarrassing. I totally want this. I crave it. It was I who got them to do this with me. Or to me. I felt hot in my face, and could not look them in the eyes as I added, This is a dream come true for me. I crave this. I looked up and pleaded, Please don't ruin this for me. They nodded seriously and agreed. I could tell within those few minutes that these two were very nice people. The older turned to go, but stopped when the younger asked, So, is working naked on the dirt part of your dream? She definitely was being rather sarcastic. I looked defiantly at her and nodded. Yes, it's part of the fantasy, to be owned, to be the only one naked, to be exposed, to take orders, to feel helpless. It's releasing my inhibitions, and... and just makes me so hot, I explained. So you can not feel guilty about being sexual? asked the older astutely. I actually smiled at her, despite the awkwardness of being sweating naked and shaved, not covering myself while they were fully dressed, and admitting my perversity. She suddenly blushed a little, and sort of smiled, shyly. I've read about it. It's cool with me, she said as she finally relaxed. The younger nodded but almost laughed. So you love this, being naked and all that? Yes, I whispered. Oh, so much, yes. My mother works for that family. They're rich, said the older. I know them a little. I smiled. Helen is my girlfriend. The older nodded. And you're lesbian? Not into men at all? Totally lesbo, or bi, she asked. I blushed, but looked into her eyes boldly. I am lesbian. I'm glad you are female. They looked at each other. Stepping out of my subservient mode and behaving more like an equal, as a friend and peer, I asked them if they were bi or lesbian. They hesitated. The older answered. I don't like all those labels and categories. I'll just say some women turn me on. Her eyes roamed up and down my nudity and met mine. When she smiled, I knew I turned her on. We looked at the younger for her answer. She didn't seem bothered by the question, except for a little blushing. Oh, I guess I'm either bi or lesbian, because you are turning me on a bit. Yeah, she nodded, smiling sheepishly, turning to the older to get out from under the spotlight. Okay, said the older, we will level with you. My mum told me about you and your sexuality and what you are playing at with the sisters. My eyes opened wide. The younger added with a smile, We were just making sure you are okay. It's true you are into this. I nodded, cautiously smiling back. You won't tell anyone else, will you? I asked. They looked at each other again. The younger said, We haven't told anyone. Then an idea seemed to pop into her head, and she smiled more. Yet, what will you give us so if we won't? The older one folded her arms. Or what will you do for us? The younger's smile widened with youthful glee. She looked again toward her older friend with a look of slyness. You love this so much, to be naked around us, and obey us too, she said. The feeling in my loins energised me. It was as if the pattern of this situation in my brain sent a signal, without my control, to my sex system, which shot a current of desire throughout my body, warming my loins, and returning up to my brain with a power that took control. Yes, I will obey you, I said recklessly, my voice cracking in nervousness and passion. I need to be naked, though, and... Mm, 
It's up to my owners. There's a contract. They own me, I explained. The elder's eyebrows arched. Own you, she said. I blushed more deeply. Yes, that's what we're playing, that they actually own me, like a real slave, really their property. It, that idea, brings me joy, makes me so hot, so they need to agree. She smiled nicely, but in triumph, and her younger friend's eyes sparkled, and her eyes looked my glistening total nudity over. I resisted the impulse to cover myself. She stepped closer. Hi, Lisa, I'm Gloria, and this is my friend Stefania. Yes, I know your name. She smiled at my look of surprise. I'll level with you some more. My mother asked if I'd like to help her make bonus money by joining in your games. I'd have joined for free, but I'll take that spending money too. What? You're getting paid? exclaimed Stefania. It was Gloria's turn to appear surprised. Um, I'll see if you can get money too, she said. My head was spinning. It seems my owners have something set up. At first I was mad about it, but within a second I was touched. They worked to make my fantasy even better. That attractive housekeeper was in on it, and she even was getting her daughter in on it, and her hot daughter was bringing her cute neighbour in too. I was nervous, but super excited. Gloria told me more. She and Stefania couldn't keep away after learning about me. They had watched some of my bondage and discipline from a hiding place. Gloria mentioned she was surprised I didn't have as many bruises and scars from some of the hard-appearing whipping. After absorbing this in my mind, that our depravity had been watched, I shrugged and looked down at my body and said, I have tough skin, I guess. I traced one whip mark on my upper thigh that hadn't fully faded yet. Gloria stepped closer for a better view. My heart thumped more. To be so naked with fully dressed Gloria closer and cute Stefania then coming too, they stared with seeming fascination as I turned to show more fading stripes. You have a perfect butt, complimented Gloria. The potent sensuality of the situation made all of us feel so alive. Our behaviour filled with excitement, as we all knew it was sexual and physical and about to evolve. Inspecting my faint stripes was more of a conversation piece and excuse to get right up to one another. To my pleasant surprise, Stefania eventually rested her hand on my derriere as she grinned at me. You are so perfect, Lisa, she said. I swelled with pride and excitement, feelings of sensuality, excitement from her hand on me, and the feelings of togetherness from her cute face and smile. Then I tensed when Gloria called her mother with a smartphone. Her mother was with my owners at the house. At first Gloria's mother was unpleasantly surprised that she was with me, and I could hear the sisters were alarmed, especially that Gloria brought her friend. However, they soon sounded delighted over how things had developed among we three. They asked them to walk me up to the house. Soon, I saw Sasser running down to us with a collar and leash. To be continued. Well, well, well. I knew it wasn't going to be long before the housekeeper got involved. <laughs> good old Gabriella. I had a real feeling that she was going to be in on it in some capacity, but I never expected that she would be getting her daughter Gloria involved. 
Well, I didn't even know about the daughter Gloria. When they said she was a single mum, I guess I assumed they were young children rather than, you know, adults who could consent to get involved in the whole lesbian slave scene. But there we go. She's a single mother of an adult child because, because I think it mentioned that Gloria is about the same age as Lisa, if not a little bit older. And her friend Stefania is just a little bit younger than that. But I'm assuming still an adult. Uh, this story crosses a lot of boundaries uh, in terms of incest, in terms of pain-pleasure boundaries, in terms of humiliation. But I don't think it's going to cross the age boundary into paedophilia. I think that's probably a step too far for Fit and Trim and for Lisa and the gang. Consent is a core principle of their whole operation, so I don't think we have to worry about Stefania being underage. A real change of gears, though. Seemed like we were really getting into the three of them. Um, I mean, the two sisters and Lisa, Sasa, Helen and Lisa as a trio, really kind of finding their feet and building up to what I hoped was going to be a big orgasmic release after all that build up. But now we've gone and sidestepped <laughs> any kind of payoff and we've introduced some new characters out of the blue. This chapter, in a lot of ways, echoes that first chapter Maybe that's why the categories were the same. And it seems like there really is something for Lisa in that initial setting of boundaries. The taboo of someone being clothed while she is naked and that being a novelty for the people involved. Maybe for Lisa, she's a little bit bored of being naked around Helen and Sasser, who are actually at this point quite used to her nudity. Maybe that's not quite as exciting as it once used to be, but now that Gloria and Stefania are there to observe her nakedness again with fresh eyes, she's feeling even more naked. And it's nice, I have to say, that the two women in coming were quite forward, uh, didn't beat around the bush a lot. They're straight into leveling with her and then re-leveling at an even deeper level and then straight into giving her little butt a compliment, resting the hand on the derriere. No questions really asked. Just, <laughs> of course, they want to honour the contract. Let's not forget that's a core tenant of this story. Everything has to be as per the contract. So got to check with Helen and Sasser that it's okay. But it sounds like from that call that things are going to work out fine. And I bet you that Gabriella is going to be involved too, that it's going to be a big old five-way in the next chapter, especially as she was described as the attractive housekeeper. In an erotic story, you don't describe someone as an attractive housekeeper, unless that housekeeper is going to be in on the action at some point. And we're seeing already the impact of the training she's been under and the brutal, humiliating initiation that has been underway, even since before she arrived at the island, but, but definitely had been bumped up a notch after the arrival. We're already seeing the effects of that. As soon as somebody mentions to her, even a stranger mentions to her, the slightest suggestion that she might obey them as well. She's already feeling her loins energising her. I'm feeling that brain sending a signal to her sex system, shooting a current of desire through her body, warming her loins, and returning up to the brain with a power that takes control. So that's quite scary, actually, isn't it? She's already 
at a point where she's not really in control of her own state of mind. All she needs, it's a bit like hypnotism, isn't it? All she needs is a little click of the fingers and she's already salivating downstairs. But I wonder now how long it's going to be before we get a big payoff. It feels like we've been building and building and building. Um, This surely can't go on much longer. Lisa didn't even get to masturbate this time, even though she was kind of... She had her limbs free to possibly get away with doing that while no one was looking. She was alone in the garden, remember, while Helen was showering and Sasa was off doing whatever she was doing. She could have masturbated, but she's so indoctrinated at this point that she dare not touch herself. And I think having the gloves on is a bit of an excuse, really. I mean, gloves are easy to take off. And I think, as far as I'm concerned, all the ducks are now in a row for a big orgy. And I'm expecting that in the next chapter. And I'll I'll be honest, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed if we don't see some goddamn orgasms in that next chapter. I mean, it's practically teasing us the whole way through. Here's what I mean. First paragraph... Helen made a point out of thoroughly cleaning my anus. Now, it might just be me, but if Helen's going to make a point out of thoroughly cleaning Lisa's anus, then surely we should see that anus get used before the end of the chapter. That's a bit like Chekhov's gun, isn't it? If you see the gun in the first act, expect it to go off by the end of the play. It's disappointing to know there's a nice clean anus there, and it's never going to go off. Chekhov's anus, that's what that is. The closest we get to anything happening around that area is Stefania eventually resting her hand on the derriere as she grins at Lisa. And I don't know if you necessarily need a thoroughly clean anus to have a hand on the butt cheek, you know. Sure, it's nice, it's a bonus, but I don't know if it's strictly necessary. You could have a moderately clean anus for that kind of activity, and it wouldn't take away from the experience. Interesting, too, that there's a bit of money involved here for the other two. It's like everyone here is on the payroll. Didn't seem like Gloria was particularly sure about her sexuality. You know, she didn't want to close the door, obviously, because making that money. But it seems like everybody here in this universe is gay for pay. I wonder if there was no money on the table, whether she would be quite as keen although even she did say she would be keen but i just think that's all part of the game isn't it you know you've got to pretend that you'd be up for it even if you you wouldn't if there wasn't money involved (laughs) because gloria is weirdly judgmental in questioning of lisa like (laughs) you're a lesbian like not into men at all totally lesbo or are you just bi she's quite she's quite judgmental there i felt and stefania She's like, oh, I guess I'm either bi or lesbian, whatever. You're turning me on a bit, so I'll go along with this, she says, smiling sheepishly. I think that's the key word, isn't it? Sheepishly. She's just kind of along for the ride, having a good time. I'm young, whatever. I'll give it a go. <laughs> how how often do you find yourself in this situation? Well, at least I don't see that in everyday life. Maybe there are some people who, this is most days, they come across a lesbian slave working in the garden and get initiated into a weird island sex slave cult type thing (laughs) arranged by their friend's mum. I mean, that's kind of crazy, isn't it, that Gloria is being pimped out by her mum in a way. 
I don't know how I would feel about my mum pimping me out. I think I'd be kind of I'd be kind of pissed with mum for doing that, if I'm honest. I think that would really make Christmas an awkward time. Like, how would your mum feel if you brought her a nice big present for Christmas, but you knew it was paid for by the money you earned after she pimped you out? I don't know, that might put a little bit of a, a dark cloud over the Christmas dinner table. Let's have a look at the comments, though. I wonder if anyone else will pick up on that. There's only one comment this time. Oh, and it's a re- I've just had a look at it. It's a real short one. Unsatisfying. It's just an anonymous comment who says, I love it. This is amazing. That's the sort of comment that didn't need to be made. But there we go. There's a comment for you. And I guess probably if you're fit and trim, the author, it's nice to see that as well as get the likes. So I'm assuming that some of our previous readers are still reading, though. I can see that just a little thing I've noticed this time. You can add this story to your favorites. And I can see it's favorited by Schlank, who is a previous commenter who had some pretty good comments to make a couple of times, a couple of episodes in a row they had something to say. And Secret Slut Sub, who I think we've heard from before. I'm not sure if we've heard from Wolfie42, but there are those three and ten others who are following this story. They've added it to their favourites. Seems like they only say something if there's something that really needs to be said. And I think that's, that's fair enough. That's probably a good way to go about doing your comments if you're going to be a commenter. If you've enjoyed this chapter of Lesbian Slave Island, then I invite you to go on to literotica.com and search for Fit and Trim, with an N in the middle, Fit and Trim. If you search for them as an author, you'll be able to see all the chapters of Lesbian Slave Island, and you can read them at your leisure. You can go back and read some of the previous ones, or go ahead into the future and find out what's going to happen ahead of time. Mm. Hello, if you're into this podcast, that might ruin things for you. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're the sort of person who likes to know what's going to happen. Not me. I'm the sort who likes a surprise, and that's why I don't read ahead. The first time these words go through my brain, I want them to be coming straight out of my mouth at the same time. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please like this episode and subscribe to future episodes. I'm releasing these weekly, so... You don't have long to wait for chapter 13, and I'll give you a little teaser that chapter 13 is subtitled, Lisa is the only one naked before five women as she submits. But I won't, I won't say any more or read any more ahead of time. Got to wait. You've got you to have patience, especially with this story where it just keeps you stringing along many chapters with no or very limited release. Um, and I'm into that now. I'm into the long edging of <laughs> the Lesbian Slave Island series. Well, without any further ado then, I will wish you a pleasant week and see you next time. Goodbye. Chekhov's anus, that's what that is.